So good evening to everybody who has uh, come here tonight. I wish you all a warm welcome and it's very much a privilege to uh, welcome Kimball Sordaiji here to Oxford to give a lecture to us this evening. Uh, my name is uh, Catherine Hardy. I'm a DPhil student in the, at the Institute of Social and Cultural Anthropology here at Oxford. And it's uh, in the course of my uh, DPhil research, actually, that I got to know Kempel Sordaiji. So I, I really feel it's a great honour to have him here uh, on Oxford turf and to um, uh, yeah, share in this opportunity. So Campbell Sordaji, um, many of you may be very familiar with his background and some of you might not know so much. It's certainly no exaggeration to say that he is uh, really one of the most influential Tibetan Buddhist teachers in mainland China today. So um, Campbell Sordaji's role at uh, Larunga from quite early was as a translator of Chinese for the founding lama of Larunga, Kempo Jimmy Punsok. And his role really grew from there. Um, over the past 10 or 20 years, he's been the director of the uh, department for the teaching of Buddhism to Chinese students at Larunga. Um, and over this time, a total of 31 Kempo, or um, fully qualified, uh, uh, scholarly Chinese monks and nuns have graduated from Larunga and are proving to be uh, very significant in the spread of Tibetan Buddhist teachings in mainland China. Um, but it's not just in terms of his teachings and efforts at Larunga that he's well known in China. Over the last 10 years in particular, he's been expended a great deal of effort and has been very influential in terms of his efforts to bring Tibetan Buddhist teachings to lay audiences in mainland China. Um, and he has done this through the publication of many books, the publication of DVDs, and in general adopting a genre of teaching that brings the teachings or um, enables the teachings to address the real-life situations of many students. Um, his outreach uh, activities inv have involved uh, university visits both in mainland China. He has visited uh, some of the most prestigious and well-known universities. He's really made great efforts to interact with young people. Um, um, and over the last couple of years, has also had chances to travel overseas and interact with uh, Western audiences as well. Um, he has notably been at the vanguard of utilizing modern technologies such as the internet and uh, social media, etc., to bring uh, Tibetan Buddhist teachings to a wider audience. So uh, Kembal Sordaji is, um, there's no argument, he is a very pivotal figure in the contemporary Buddhist scene in mainland China and beyond. He's a bridge between culture and it's a great honour to welcome him here this evening. And if you could all join me in giving him a clap and welcome him tonight. Uh, I would like to say Tashidelek an auspicious greeting, extend an auspicious greeting uh, to all of you 
to the professors, to the students, and to the other guests who have gathered at this uh, university. Uh, and I would like to seize this opportunity to have a discussion, to have a conversation, and to exchange opinions. And I would like to thank everyone for giving me this opportunity. Uh, today, uh, I have been asked to speak about uh, ideals in my life, objectives in my life, uh, and uh, uh, the process, my, my own experience, private experience, the process that I have been through, experiential process that I've been through, uh, and also my experience, uh, experience of uh, translation. And uh, I will be speaking briefly uh, on these themes. Ta Rungumatse <coughs> I was born into this world uh, 50 years ago, so I have been here for 50 years. Uh, and uh, during this time, uh, lots of uh, both minor and major transformations has taken place uh, in the world. Uh, I can say that uh, I'm, uh, I have the experience of a very old person, uh, but I have over the years, I have accumulated my own experience, and when I look back uh, at my life, uh, I, I can see that the environment uh, I was brought up, I was born and brought up in, uh, and the world, uh, it, I look at the world, and wherever I look, there has been uh, dramatic transformations. Uh, and as the... Uh, as the as uh, said, uh, that uh, I was born uh, at a time uh, that there was a dramatic changes taking place, both before I was born and after I was born. Tangaina, um, 
I came uh, into this perishable world uh, at a time uh, there was um, dramatic campaigns and movements going on. Uh, for instance, at that time, we, the democratic reform uh, was taking place. Uh, and also, it's during this time, about two, two or three years, there was famine, uh, there was large-scale death, and also uh, there was uh, uh, a cessation uh, of birth rates. Uh, during that, that time, there were very few people were being born. And so I was born in 1962, around this time, and this was a very hard time in, in times of uh, living standards and in times of also receiving education. Uh, it was uh, quite a challenging uh, grim time that I was born, I, I came into this world. Ah, hmm, Korigo <laughs> Until so I was born in 1962, and until I became 16 years old, uh, I, I, was, I had been a herder, I had been herding animals, and um, uh, we at that time uh, did not have opportunity, uh, educational opportunities. Uh, and most of the time, uh, spend, most of the time spent herding, herding animals, herding yaks. Uh, and at that time, uh, life was hard, uh, and it was very difficult to acquire uh, clothing uh, or food, or if you want to buy any material, you need to buy this uh, through using coupons. It's a coupon system. Uh, uh, and also people, in terms of clothing, uh, most of people are wearing uh, the same uh, clothes, uh, quite uniform. Uh, in my case, uh, I was... Um, in my case and my community, most people were wearing sheepskin tubas. 
Ta 
Pusum Zirguna, Mugirda, Mambai has the Wurman has the Yona, some Yotayan, Tending a Jimar Dictopian Erkner, Jimam Chuna Gadiri, Tangar Mambas Yons on a Mato Zemetavi, Tixion Latine than Zamazuda, Jagimare, some Yungi, that is some certain. Then I don't know if uh, I'm sure many of you are not familiar uh, with the sort of lifestyle during that time. Uh, during that time, at that, that period, we lived in communes uh, and uh, shared things uh, through collectives. Uh, so we looked after animals collectively. Uh, we shared our products uh, or dairy products, everything, in a collective way. And that's how uh, I spent for several years in this commune system. Uh, and then when I went to school, it's not like today's schools. We really didn't have any, uh, any good sort of educational standards. I didn't, of course, uh, get the chance to study English uh, or study even Tibetan in my school. Uh, so we didn't get a really proper uh, good standard of education uh, at that time. So we were mostly up to mischievous uh, uh, conducts things. Uh, but at that time, when I was going to the junior school and middle school, uh, we had, uh, next to the school, uh, there was uh, a relative of mine who is a Tibetan doctor, a doctor of Tibetan medicine, who practiced Tibetan medicine. And at that time, my ideal uh, was to become a Tibetan doctor like him. So that was what I wanted to emulate. In case uh, I, I thought, in case I failed my exams, I thought that's what I was going to do. That ni, shenang ni ni sanotana, kui na ngala sanotana, chik chong chong di ge pusum ma tevjen dana chik ta rendan timo ge chik ya chimbo dana tang zapo yang chia yon mare tening kori dana te ge slapso. So at that time, uh, I didn't have any big ideals or objectives in my life, but this was how my ideals uh, and my aims in life were determined by my own environment uh, and uh, by my sort of parental upbringings, and that's what it was like at that time. Remember Tangi 
Gapo, Lo Samsel Hakarana, the Girgan Gushawaleni, Halitari, Mo Samker, Shikaya, Shirk, Jangatimozio. Ta, Ma, Lopchandinaton, the Girgan Shirkundi, Maum, the Lam, the Matsasida, Ta, Girgan Yahas Shinu, Sam Juni, Yapusum de Tari, Girgan Shiju, Raymond Tonzo. Then came the period that we saw the, the collapse of commune system, uh, the end of collective collectivization at that time, uh, and the introduction uh, of private household system, the privatization of animals. Uh, and then that time, it's during that time, uh, I passed an exam uh, to a teacher training school, which is regarded as one of the uh, best schools, best sort of uh, colleges at the time. Um, and I uh, passed the exam into that, went to this teacher training school, and there uh, we had a teacher called uh, uh, Sir Dorje, uh, who, has, who had the experience of teaching for about 20 years, and he was an amazingly good-natured and kind-hearted teacher, uh, an incredible teacher, and uh, then the ideal of my life then became to be able to be a teacher uh, like him in the future, and to be able to teach uh, and uh, communicate, convey knowledge uh, like this great teacher, and that he became my model at the time. Тогда this was a time during a period which was a sort of a period of liberalization. Uh, the liberalizing policies were introduced, being implemented, and this is opening to outside policy was being implemented. And it is at this time uh, there was the restoration and revival of Tibetan schools and monasteries uh, were also uh, taking place. Uh, and we also took, at this moment, uh, we also uh, had the opportunity to, uh, again, to sort of found to start Larungar in 1980, uh, and also Kanzi Monastery at that time, one of the monasteries there, uh, which was also restored uh, during this time. At, the, at this time, the train, teacher training uh, school, teacher training college, uh, so many of us students in this teacher training college uh, were involved in the restoration of these monastic institutions. Uh, and that Larungar was new, a new institution, and there were only few of us to begin with in 1980. Very few of us. 
Ina um, then at that time, I came to uh, a crossing, uh, a junction, uh, sort of a crossing point in my life where I was in serious doubt. Uh, I didn't know which would be better to be to be monk or uh, or to be a lay teacher. Uh, and my, I was in two minds about this at the time. Uh, and then at this time there was a Kambo called Kambo Deba who passed away this year. And uh, he advised me uh, to, uh, he, he advised me to, to be a monk as soon as possible if that's what I wanted. He said you should, uh, uh, shouldn't dither about, you should become a monk uh, as soon as possible. And he introduced me uh, Kambo Yimipanzukhova. 